welcome everyone to another episode of spectacular today we're going to dive straight into it because i would like to maximize the time to bring us the truth that is before us today uh, recently the other day there was a very vital very important show hosted by um, everyone who knows this show uh, dr phil it was hosted by dr phil and uh, it brought about a certain level of contention and debate over the gender issues and one of the characters invited to that show was a man by the name of Matt Walsh and also there were also some other characters who made up the panelists representing those who um, who label themselves or those who are called trans so in this interview it was hosted by Dr. Phil and Matt Walsh was one of the panelists with some other panelists who were representing individuals from the trans community so this debate you know went on and on for almost 45 minutes or less but what i took out from it was quite interesting because there was a question that came up in the midst of the show and it was so much of a basic question that I was alarmed and I was amazed at the simplicity of what that question entailed, but yet have been complexified by the foolishness of a generation. We are in a season and a time where people just wake up in the morning and create problems where there are no issues. And not only are they conflated and confused in their lives, but they have also found ways to get everyone to chime in into the indoctrination of the foolishness of a generation. It's so simple, but yet has been complexified into utter stupidity. It is beyond renown. The things you hear these days, they sound like things that, sh that are copied out of the walls of an asylum, literally, of an insane home. These things are literally spinning out of control. And I begin to ask myself a lot of questions. Where are we going with this? How long will this continue? How long would humans continue to complexify the simplicity of truth? Things that we've taken for granted for more than at least 6,000 years or thousands of years of the existence of humanity on this planet. Things that we've considered very basic, very normal, have now been challenged, literally been inverted by a group of people and it's spinning out of control. And the delusion and the misnomers that are out there, it's unbelievable. So there was a question that was brought up and this question was what I was so, so much blown away by the simplicity of what this answer is. Even though Matt Walsh did a good job of trying to explain and simplify things that have been complexified by individuals, but yet it was still a debate. Obviously, he was overwhelmingly outgunned by the not only the audience that has been swayed by this ideology or those that were the panelists all those who were brought in as specialists to come and give their take on the matter everyone it was just literally stacked up against this man but it's not about him it's about the society it's about the complexity of simplify things and the generation of young people who are being confused and assaulted especially in the western hemisphere where these complexities are being debated on a daily basis the question was very simple what is a woman and even though in this debate about the genders you will notice the woman is usually the center tip point of the debate what is a woman 
what is a woman why is this debate spinning out of control I will try and make it very simple because I do understand it, but I'll use words that are very basic so everyone can be fully involved in that which is being presented here. What is a woman? And that is the centrality of the question that was asked on that panel. What is a woman? And a group of panelists on the other side could not answer that simple question. They said a woman is whatever you make it out to be. What on the what a pile of baloney. What a truckload of manure is that answer. What does that even mean what you make out of it? So let me try as much as possible to make very simple as much as I can. What is a woman? The word woman is comprised of two words. The first word is the word womb. The word womb is the first word. And the second word is the word mankind. The second word is the word mankind. So a woman is a it's a combination of two words. Womb representing as simple as I can put it, a muscle, a sac that is hidden behind the four walls of the female abdomen. It is called a womb. Then the second is a mankind, which refers to the species of homo sapiens that occupy this planet called Earth. A species of homo sapiens that live on this planet called Earth. They are called mankind. So, the word woman simply means the womb of mankind. The doorway for which mankind is able to come into the earth and continue to sustain itself by the way of reproduction. That is the meaning of the word womb man woman it simply means the female version of mankind that possesses a muscle called a womb complemented with specific accessories that brings her to a place where she is able to conceive seed gestate seed carry the seed throughout a nine months period and now is able to give birth and now bring a new human or humans into the world by the way of her ability and her capacity to receive seed to conceive seed to give life to that seed that's why because a woman is a life giver she gives life to the seed that is given her or implanted or impregnated or injected into the walls of her womb and she's able to grow it gestate it for a duration of nine months into a full complete human then birth it so to be a woman you need to have a womb with the complementary accessories that supports the functionality of that womb and those accessories are not limited to but are including the uterus the ovaries the fallopian tubes the cervix the birth canal then also complemented with the hips and the pelvic girdle that is necessary to support the weight of that womb when that womb is carrying a child or carrying a fetus and within that nine month period there is a shock absorber that's why the the female hip begins to grow differently begin to expand sideways once the puberty stage is reached because it's preparing itself to have the ability and the capacity to be able to support the weight that will be generated within the confines of the womb 
And then on the externals, we have the mammarials that produces the milk that is necessary to nourish and nurture that child after that child is born into the earth. That is what entails, that is what makes up the woman. If you don't have a womb, neither possessing all the complementary accessories and all the functionality of those accessories, complemented with the external mammarials and the support mechanisms of the hip and the pelvic girdle, then with the presence of the two X chromosomes, that for which every female of the homo sapiens called mankind possesses. Unless you have those things present with you, in you, you are not a woman, simple and short, because a woman is a womb man. A woman is a womb man. A woman is the female version, because there are two models of the mankind. There is the male model and there is the female model. There is the male model that primarily consists of the X and Y chromosomes represented in their bodily composition, under which also they possess the reproductive organ to be able to generate seed and inject and release that seed into a womb wherein there is implantation in the four walls of that muscle which then gives that seed life, nurtures and feeds it and grows it within a gestation period of nine months after which that womb now pushes out the child or children as in multiple births at times and as a result give birth to the next generation and sustain life thereby. That is what a woman is. So it doesn't matter if a biological male decides he wants to change his composition, which practically is impossible intrinsically because you can't change your chromosomal makeup. It is impossible to do that. There is no way you can be able to alter that. Even for women who for one way or the other are infertile due to the dysfunctionality of any of the complementary accessories that brings about the functionality of the womb. That in any case does not defeat the fact they are still a womb man. They are still the womb of mankind. They are still the doorway through which all humanity will have to pass through in order to exist on this planet Earth. It doesn't conflict with that fact because they have composition within and all the accessories, either fully functional or dysfunctional, is relevant. That's still what makes them a womb man because they have a womb, because they have all the accessories. So a biological male who may have gone through hormonal therapy, who may have artificial or reassignment of their natural compositions, either by physical infusement or surgical realignment or changes or adaptations enforced on their physicality. It doesn't matter what you may do. At the end of the day, you can do all you can, but you cannot alter their intricate components, chromosomal components. It cannot be altered. And as a result of that, they cannot be artificially interchanged or transformed into a woman. They may become something else. They may call themselves the non-binaries. They may label themselves into oblivion. They may repronounce themselves into euphoria. It doesn't matter what you call yourself. Whatever you want to, it is your business and is your right to do so. The problem is that you are now trying to relabel the whole of humanity and tell women something 
think they are not and trying to expand the boundaries of what a woman is. No, you have to be a womb man, carrying all the complementary accessories, carrying all the intricate compositions and the chromosomal makeup for you to be called a womb man. Now we have so much confusion generated where there was never a problem. It doesn't matter how you feel. It is not a feeling. You can't feel it. Someone say, oh, you know, your sexual composition is what you have between your legs and your gender is what you have within your mind. No. Your sexual composition between your legs determines by a hardwiring system what is in your mind. So if you like, realign your mind with a certain way of thinking. It's not a feeling. You can't feel your way into it. And even if you go through the surgical realignment and you decide to recomposition yourself physically through the blade, it still will not change the fact that you are intricately a biological male or a biological female and it cannot be confused or conflated it can't be confused or conflated and if you are confused about all this madness let us go to the nursery of any hospital and let us check under the hood oh they don't have a problem with it they just came into your today they don't mind us looking and we could look and we can confirm that there would only be two versions that will be shown at that point in time. That's why they say what you are born with biologically and biology cannot be altered intricately, intrinsically. It is natural. That's just the way it is. Now you have to understand something. The essence of the male of mankind, which is man as we call it, is to provision for mankind by bearing the burden of sourcing and supplying all of mankind with what it needs and requires to exist and sustain life on the earth. That is the essence of the mailman. He is to source, he is to supply, he is to procure, he is to provide, he is to provision, he is to protect, he is to demarcate. He is to allocate, he is to structure, he is to civilize, he is to establish the structure of mankind, sustain it, he is to build it, he is to put it in place. That is the essence of the male man. And now the essence of the female model of mankind, the female man, the essence of the womb man, the essence of the woman is to reproduce and to replenish mankind through the doorway of her womb by nourishing, by nurturing the next generation of homo serpents that will indwell upon the earth. The earthlings call homo serpents. The doorway through which they can come in is through her womb through the productivity of her womb, through the reproduction of her womb, through the ability and the capacity for her to be able to receive seed, reproduce seed, and take that seed and bring it to a place of giving birth to it after the gestation prayer and nurturing and nourishing that seed into maturity. That is the essence of the female man the female of mankind. And that's why if we can quickly circle back to the book of Genesis in the beginning, when God created man in the garden, planted a garden in Eden and put man there, then later took a rib out of the male man and generated and created the womb man who will become the womb man. That's why the man had to come in first because he needed to put everything in place. He needed to structure the earth. He needed to label the earth. He needed to create and build homes and do a lot of things. He needed to structure. He needed to supply and sustain. 
humanity and after everything was in place now it was now time to reproduce and that's when the womb man was brought into the picture that's when the womb man was brought into the earth to unpack to release to bring about the reproduction of the next generation but unfortunately man fell the woman fell and when they did they brought about a distraction and inhibition to their essential core productive and reproductive element they brought about a hindrance a limitation they brought about a potential stumbling block they brought about a potential hindrance to the free flow of your productive and your reproductive ability and capacity on the earth and when god came the creator was telling man was expressing to man the consequences of his actions and the consequences of his actions was simply outlined in the fact that even though man was created to bring about the production, the establishment, the structure, and the productivity of supplying and provisioning mankind. The essence of man is to provision mankind, the male man. And as a result of that, the man brought about a limitation to his productivity by the reason of his fall, because he disobeyed God and ate of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and as a result of that the consequences of his actions brought about an instantaneous limitation and as a result of that god told the man that from now on he will have to bear the struggle that from now on that he will have to bear the burden of sourcing and supplying all of mankind with all his needs and requirements for sustenance under a laborious load. He would now have to laboriously toil in order to produce and to provision mankind. He will now have to toil and labor just to be able to produce for mankind. But when God was mentioned, when the Creator was bringing about the consequential action as a result of what had happened to the female man it wasn't the same for the male because male and female are not the same male and female cannot be because the essence differs the essence of the male is to provision mankind while the essence of the female is to reproduce and replenish by the doorway of her womb humanity and in order for her to do that, she needed to receive seed, grow seed, gestate seed, and give birth to that seed as a child or children. So, her consequences was different. Now, she will have to endure some form of pain and pressure during childbirth. And all this was because of the consequences of the four. Now, the male and the female differs. That's why the consequences of their action went back to the essence of their creation, the essence of their existence. So trying to put everyone in one kettle or trying to put everyone in one basket is delusion, is pure, unadulterated madness. There is no way it can work. And that's why, if you want to understand the primary difference between the male man and the female man, or the male of mankind and the female of mankind, the difference between the man and the woman, is that the most valuable, the most interesting, the most centrifugal point, an essential component and the driving force of the male man is to be able to produce, is to be able to be fruitful, is to be able to be established in the work of his hands, to be able to establish and structure the earth, produce, find relevance, 
in the composition of the essentiality of his existence and bringing about results and resolve in everything that he has been assigned aligned with his gifts and his talents and his purpose establishing it on the earth and bringing relevance to all of humanity the centrality the essentiality of the male man is to be fruitful is to be productive is to establish the work of his hands is to realize his purpose to structure the earth to gain relevance through the establishment of the work of his hands to realize the fullness of his purpose to reach his goals by realizing the fullness of his essentiality by being productive by releasing his purpose by unleashing his essence by establishing the core of his existence by realizing the purpose for which he was placed on the earth that is the core essential element of the male man but when you come to the female man or the female of mankind or the womb man or the woman has differs because her core essentiality goes back to her ability and her capacity to give birth and to nurture that life and to sustain and nourish that life that's why the primary interest and the primary essentiality of the female and the woman is she is mostly interested in the quality of the meaningful relationships that she is able to cultivate that is she is able to generate that she is able to sustain throughout her lifetime men are more interested in their work and in their jobs while women are more interested in the quality of relationships that they cultivate and generate throughout their lifetime and that is traceable back to their ability to make a family to generate a family to nourish a family to grow a family and interconnect with other families of the earth create relationships and sustain it you say women don't want jobs to no i'm not saying that what i'm saying is that it pales in comparison to what they really want out of life relationships the value of meaningful qualitative relationships is the essence of what they value most far more than any job can give them today we are trying to conflate it there is a group of people that have come together with beings with spiritual entities in the invisible trying to upturn and invert this trying to make men to be like women and trying to make women to be like men and it's creating so much problems and confusion to the younger generation the younger generation that are being born that are young today i have so much pity for them because this madness was not bestowed on us when we were growing up it was a straight simple line you either show up to class as a boy or you show up as a girl simple and short you were dressed as a male and you were dressed like a female simple and short it was easy it was simple it was easy to categorize it was very simple and very easy to cohabit and exist under those rules and there was sanity and there was simplicity of that sanity but today we now have these problems that have been generated out of thin air by the forces from the invisible realm partnering with the forces in the physical visible realm in order to confuse in order to ruin in order to deflate in order to compound in order to generate a problem where there was never one and there are people who say oh i feel like as if i'm a male living in a female body i is not a feeling if you feel a certain kind of way then you need therapy then you need help but don't come and change the world to conform to your mentality to what you think you are creating problems and you are multiplying it it has gone out of hand i heard the other day that i'm more than 100 genders madness things that are literally 
literally copied out of the walls of an of an insane institution some type of mental institution i'm telling you people need to get their heads properly examined because this is madness our society cannot continue like this especially in the western hemisphere so you ask me a simple question why is this why are forces behind the scene why are spiritual entities working hard in partnership with agents in the physical to create a problem where there is now no one it's very simple the reason is because there are entities that are called the adversary of the creator these adversaries have inverted themselves they were created to be good mighty and great creatures but they inverted themselves they turned themselves from good into bad. They turned themselves inside out by the reason of disobeying or going against their creator. And as a result of that, they inverted themselves like an inverter. And since they have inverted themselves, they have been working night and day to see how they can invert mankind, which is the priced inheritance and possession of the creator who put us on this earth so in order to get back at the creator they work night and day to invert mankind to seek to invert mankind it has always been like that from the beginning of when man was created from the fall in the garden it has always been the quest of these fallen entities there's fallen angels these fallen entities to invert mankind so the question now you ask is this then if they've been there all this while why is it now that is picking up steam the reason is because finally they are gaining more and more traction with the delusion of mankind they are getting more and more agents who can do what they want in order to ruin or to bring man to a place of ruination of inversion and these entities that are in partnership with the adversary or the unseen forces behind the scene have a mission have a simple mission and i can tell you what that mission is the mission of inverting man is very simple when god created man god said go forth that is in verse 28 of chapter 1 of the book of Genesis. It says, go forth, be fruitful, multiply and replenish the earth. Be fruitful for the male. It means be productive, multiply your product and don't stop producing your product, the work of your hands until you saturate the earth with all of your products serve humanity that's why men will never stop with one product with one branch someone said the other day i was talking to a man and i said something to him i said you know the good thing is this if women were in charge we would never have any wars because men are the ones who constantly invade other territories to seize upon it in order for them to multiply their own ideas their own products their own concepts and their own structure over another man's structure i said so if women were in charge there would never be wars and the man said then there will never be branches also yeah there will never be branches because the whole idea is to branch out and in trying to branch out men have had to invade other nations other territories other lands in order to enforce their concepts their ideas their products their creativity in order for them to institute it in order for them to put it in place in order for them to establish it that is the essential thing that men like to do the male man that's what he does so when god says which is the first command god gave to mankind he said be fruitful he was telling man be productive the male he was telling the man to be productive unleash your product release your value release your virtue release your product release the essential purpose within you unleash it bring it to manifestation bring it to materiality and after you have done that multiply it that means 
try to put it in other territories, try to put it all over the earth, put up a branch in China, in Japan, in Australia, in the Congo, in South Africa, in America, in Peru, in Ecuador, in the United Kingdom. Put it everywhere, in Iceland, take it everywhere, take it to the North Pole if necessary. But multiply your product, multiply your product, and don't stop until you saturate the earth with it. Saturate the whole earth with your product. Saturate all of the planet with your product. Fill it up, let the whole earth be filled with your product. Now that same command was also given to the woman, but to the woman's interpretation or the womb man's interpretation, it is different. It says, be fruitful. That means receive seed, conceive seed, gestate seed, produce seed. And after you produce seed, go forth and do it again and again as many times as you are content with. That means multiply that seed. Be fruitful. Multiply that seed. Multiply that process. Repeat that process. And at times, push out more than one if possible. Multiply that process. Produce. Be productive. That's why it says none shall be unfruitful. None shall be buried in the land. None shall cast its fruit before its time. None shall cast untimely figs. None shall have an abortion. None shall have a miscarriage. That was your regional designation from the Creator. They were to produce, they were to gestate, carry seed for a complete timeline of nine months, then multiply that seed, then release that seed, then multiply that seed then unleash that seed then release the seed all over the earth then after that they were to continue to do that and even the ones they have given birth to who have the capacity of also being a womb man will also pick up from where their mother stopped and their grandmother stopped and by the reason of that they will continue to do so until the whole earth is saturated the earth is not saturated yet there are a lot of people out there claiming there are too many humans on the earth. Was you that created it? Is it your creation? Was you that put it in place? The one who put it in place said to saturate it. And the earth is not overpopulated, not even remotely. Most places on the earth is uninhabited. Even though the earth is only 30% land, yet most of that 30%, the surface space that humanity occupies and the 30% may not even be up to 4 or 5%. I will check with the statistics again. So the earth is not nearly, it's not even close to being saturated. So you ask me a question. If God gave man the command to be fruitful, to multiply and to saturate for the male, his products, for the female, her reproduction being the womb of humanity. And by that together, we are able to sustain humanity, protect humanity, preserve humanity, reproduce humanity. And every woman will give birth to a male and give birth to a female. The male will sustain and provision humanity and the female will reproduce humanity. And by that arrangement, by that alignment, we have mankind. We have the sustenance of the homo sapiens. This doesn't mean that women still don't have a product. Please don't misunderstand this. I'm talking about the core essential essence of the male and the female. Yes, the man wants to produce and establish the work of his hands. The woman wants meaningful, wonderful, well-cultivated, qualitative relationships. And this can be proven even with those who scam people online. Can't you see what is happening? Primarily men are being scammed through greed because they want something, they want money, they want resources. Many at times they struggle with making it through in life or even when they do, in order for them to go to the zenith of their existence. So when someone presents an opportunity, 
a false opportunity in order to get to lure them in into partnering into investing they jump at it because that is what they are tempted with that's what lures them in that's what allures them that's what draws them in that's the essence of who they are because they would like to be established they would like to multiply they would like to replenish the earth with their product and that's why normally they are captured literally with the promise of gains and profit while women on the other what is the primary means or the primary avenue through which women are being captured by the scams of the earth is through the promise of love the promise of qualitative relationships qualitative relationships they couldn't find around them they couldn't cultivate around them they couldn't generate around them the poor family structure maybe they have a dysfunctional family structure a family support mechanisms and when it's not there and someone promises them online to provide it they are lured into it they are drawn to it now do you see that why because it goes back to the essence of who they are you can't debate these facts you can't debate these facts go to the fbi statistics go to any of the investigative bodies that go after the scams globally they will tell you the primary means for men is the promise of profit and gains the primary means of allurement for women is a promise of qualitative relationships of love and that goes back to the essence of who the man and the woman is so you ask a question at this point what is the purpose for the inversion of mankind since the adversary is behind it and he has found more partners and agents in our time more than any other time to help invert mankind to make men to be like women and to make women to be like men and create a bubble of confusion to saturate it if possible why are they pushing this very hard and in the western hemisphere it is exploding on an exponential level and is literally ruining mankind is literally ruining lives and especially the upcoming younger generation what is the essence what do they hope to get out of this the essence of doing this is to neuter society you see when men become more like women and women become more like men or do the things that women ought to do and men now want to do the things that women ought to be at the end of the day it neuters society it neuters society the ability and the capacity for both parties to reproduce and procreate the next generation is immediately destroyed the purpose of inverting society is to neuter it to neuter it to neuter it look at every agenda look at every single agenda on the table be it the same sex agenda or the trans community agenda whatever you can look at each and every one of these agendas you cannot reproduce once you get on that wavelength especially the trans community immediately you are neutered you are castrated now we have the younger generation who have been labeled x at birth now and there are some of them will be given the opportunity to label themselves and some if they mislabel themselves they can be fluid gender fluidity madness insanity when you are hardwired and hardcoded with the tools with the resources with the hardware with the complementary accessories for you to function as either a male or a female to be able to give seed or to be able to receive seed and reproduce after the seed that you have been given that is the only 
two ways. Those are the only two genders. Those are the only two notions. And any other thing that has been generated or conflated in this whole thing is designated to neuter. Watch it very carefully. That is the essence of it. Oh, that's what we do here at the Resolvers Gathering. The essence of our gathering is to resolve all things. The essence of inverting mankind is to neuter it. The essence of inverting mankind is to neuter it. Once it's neutered, they, are, they can't reproduce. Now we have young girls who say they want to be boys and they are being encouraged to go through the hormonal therapies, literally neutering them, or in another word, literally castrating them, making them unable and permanently unable for the rest of their lives to be able to receive seed and to be able to give birth. They can't produce seed. They can't generate seed. They can't inseminate nothing. And as a result of that, they are practically castrated, neutered, neutralized. That is the essence of the adversary. That is the essence of the forces behind the scene. That is the essence of the forces of wickedness. That is the essence of the forces that are working to invert humanity. God told man to produce, multiply the product and saturate it. And to the woman to take in sin, gestate it, carry to fullness of nine months, produce it, nourish it and give birth to the next generation. Multiply it and saturate the earth with that generation of homo sapiens. That was the original command. The adversary wants to invert that. And the inversion of that is simply to turn it upside down. And by turning it upside down, men will now become women and women will now become men. And as a result of that, it creates a bubble of confusion that generates this non-binary garbage and this pileup of people from all works of life claiming things that don't exist double spirits uh, something boy demon child someone called himself demon something all all these crazy things trying to repronounce the pronouns to align with their mentality it's all delusion it's all designed exclusively exceptionally to invert mankind it was designed to invert mankind to neuter society and i have to quickly mention at this point there are three groups of people working timelessly to see to it that our society is neutered there are three groups and in our next production, I'm going to tell you about those three groups. I have to tell you about the three groups. There are three groups that are working hand in hand to make sure humanity is neutered. To make sure humanity is neutered. There are three groups. And in our next production, in our next program, in the second episode of What is a Woman? Who is a Woman? We are going to be dealing with the three groups, the three entities that are partnering on the earth to see to it that mankind is neutered to see to it that mankind is neutered. They, they see to it that are representing the unseen forces, agents of this confusion, of this euphoria, of this delusion to ensure that mankind is neutered. That's why when you go through everything they are saying, watch it. It is essentially to invert humanity. And the inversion of humanity means that humanity cannot reproduce after its kind. Humanity will not be able to give seed or receive seed. The womb man will not be able to do so. And by so doing, opportunities are being taken away every day from the woman. Every day, she's losing out. Every day, she's being redefined. Every day, she's being neutered. Every day, she's being redefined. And they are usually at the losing end because the women are to be protected. They are to be preserved. They are to be maintained. 
They are to be sustained by the mailman. And when the mailman absconds from his responsibility, she becomes vulnerable, which leads to loss of life, loss of the womb, loss of the virtue, loss of the value. That's why we have so much problems in our society, because the providers and the protectors are not doing what they are called to do. They've been inverted. They have been inverted. They have been feminized, literally. The males have been feminized. The females have been made masculine and the males have been made feminine. That is what we call the inversion. That is what we call to be inverted. And as a result of that, it produces only one thing. And that is to invert humanity so that they are unable to reproduce, so that they are unable to carry seed and produce seed and sustain seed and maintain seed and reproduce after their kind in conflict and in contradiction of the original assignment, of the original calling, of the original purpose, of the original command of God. Be fruitful, multiply and replenish the earth. That is why it is being done. That is the essence of what is going on. That is what they are working at. And that is the essentiality of all this confusion and delusion and madness and insanity of the simplicity of the redefinition of what a male man and a female man or a female mankind or a male of mankind is originally designed to be. So, in our next episode, in our very next episode, I will deal with the agents of this confusion. And there are three groups of people working as agents in order to bring about the inversion of mankind. There are three agents, and I will tell you about them in the next episode of Spectacular. Thank you for watching this episode of spectacular if you found it very enriching very informative and very enlightening please do consider to subscribe and like for it will help the algorithm to put more word out there and share this page share this channel share because more content is coming your way share it and let us also be able to receive of the treasures that we are bringing forth in spectacular. <laughs>